0: to the Medivin Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, produced by Jay had The Medivin Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Pure Group, and Future Promotions. You can listen to the Medivin Sports Show every Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. on 104.7 FM, WLOU. You can also catch past episodes of the Main Event Sports Show on Stitcher.com. Just search Main Event Sports Radio. You can catch us on Twitter at MeSports. You can catch us on Facebook at Main Event Sports Radio. You can also catch us on the Internet at MainEventsports101.com. And don't forget, you can take the Main Event Sports Show with you wherever you go by downloading the Main Event Sports app. Just go to your favorite Play Store or App Store and search with the keywords Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time
1: for the main event. Six o'clock is now time for your number one sports show. Your 2017 ESPN award goes out to the main event sports show. Your host, Haven Harrington Rashawn Myers in the building. Once again, we are at it. Once again, what's up, man? How you doing, guys? What's going on? Jay Hess. What's up, man? What's going on?
0: been We're a long for, day. It has been a long day, but you know what, Jay? What's that, Doc? You're looking mighty spiffy. in your brand new haircut, and <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy it for the weekend. You got your hair cut. Got the, got the, you got the just for men on the gray. Look at you, man. That's very <laughs> nice. <laughs> very <laughs> nice.
2: I know he's got on the little tight shirt. The shirt's just
0: a little bit too tight. I know. He's trying he to let the, let the ladies know what's up. <laughs> I know, right? You got to talk to me taco talk with me, talk
1: oh, with me now. Eric, you know what's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who sings that anyway? Two touch. Two touch. Oh no, somebody. Somebody. I know my girl
2: left eyes in there.
1: I tell you what, there you go. (laughs) I tell you what, Haven and Rashawn, you guys have been doing so much, been blogging, and talking to some some of the biggest uh, sports guys across this country about so much going on from uh, NBA playoffs to LeBron James all the way down to college football to baseball and boxing. Boxing, we're going to talk about that as well too, and we're going to talk about the biggest news that's touching across this country: is the University of Louisville men's basketball program. Haven Rashawn, more sexy time scandal hits. It hits CNN in in news. It hits all the big national media coverage about this. Has Louisville escaped out of this? June eighth is the big deadline for the University of Louisville. Rashawn Myers.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, we just heard that the uh, Commonwealth's attorney just came down and said that there will not be an indictment for uh, Andre McGee nor Katina Powell because they couldn't prove anything happened. So when I listen to the Commonwealth's attorney say that we couldn't prove anything happened, then I look squarely at the University of Louisville. I look at James Ramsey, I look at Tom Jurich, and I look at uh, the guy that they paid to, you know, do all this consulting and say, why in the world did you go ahead and ban the University of Louisville when the Commonwealth Attorney couldn't even make a case that anything even happened outside of dancing? Because that is absolutely that's a different
0: case. It doesn't matter what inst- the NCAA is looking The
2: for. is a is a is a organization that works on bottom lines. And I'm going to tell you what the University of Louisville did. And I have continued to say I thought that Louisville made the wrong move wow. by banning themselves. Okay. If I'm the University of Louisville, I
0: make the NCAA prove their case of what happened. You can't because you're not North Carolina. You don't have that privilege. If, North you Duke, Car- if you were Duke of North Carolina, yes, then you can make... The NCAA there
2: was no need for a postseason ban. The, the NCAA was not going to ban the university of Louisville. What the, pro- the problem was the book came out. The book came out, and it was a bad look on the university. They overreacted, and because it was a bad look, even though none of the stuff was provable and half of the things in the book were lies, because of that bad look, they overreacted, and they, put, they punished themselves, in my estimation, for no reason. If the NCAA, I mean, this is a case that Katina Powell, Took to the university, or excuse me, took to the NCAA before she ever put a book out there, and the NCAA told her she had no case. They literally told her she didn't have a case. So, to me, when I hear that, I don't know why any of this happened. In because, my personal opinion,
0: because Louisville has Rick Pitino. I'm going to say Louisville. Rick Pitino has set a precedent for sexy time scandals, and the problem is this fit. Right into that precedent of sexy time scandals. Because this is just another in long string of sexy time scandals under Patino's watch. Well, Rashawn and Haven, let me ask you this
2: question. I don't think quick. it was enough for them to, uh, to get a postseason, man. I think maybe they get docked some games. Coach Patino gets suspended. I think that maybe a scholarship gets pulled here or there. But... I don't think it was going to rise to the level of, you know, any sort of postseason. I I really don't. And I think that the University of Louisville shot themselves in the foot by doing it. I thought that from the beginning they were too busy. I mean, the NCAA has kind of bullied their way into making – you know, teams have this little pound of flesh mentality of, here, throw yourself on the mercy of the court and we won't do anything. And what they basically end up doing is getting these universities to adhere to a bunch of rules. And NCAA doesn't have to do anything. It's uh-huh. like if you speed, it's like you walking up to the police officer, even though he didn't see you do anything, and just saying, here's my $125 fine for speeding, even though you ain't caught me and had to ain't proved nothing. Right. That's the dumbest way of doing business if it works, I've ever it seen. I mean if if, it, if if you are if it works, it works. If, if you are willing to do that and you are these NCAA teams, I don't mind what North Carolina's doing because the burden of being able to make a ruling is on the NCAA. So you know what? I'm not gonna just cut my ear off and give it to you because you say so. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you do your job. That's your job, is to police and to levy out fines. So why am I just gonna say here I'm gonna chop my arm off and hand it to you just because? This isn't like
0: feudal to Japan, man. Because um, apparently there was enough smoke and there was enough evidence out there that Louisville thought, that Tom George thought. So much so that they couldn't prove that
2: anything happened outside of dancing, that the, the Commonwealth certainly couldn't. Hey, I'm just saying.
1: So on I'm the backhand of this, back hand, we're going to take this quick call, and uh, we're going to come back to Rashawn. If
3: i got a question to ask him. Hey, Welcome to the hey show, guys, Carlos. This is Chris Forehand, man. And the only thing I got to say is Russ Smith and Peyton Sievers like some Doberman pinchers. Hypo still involves like a candy convention. With no extension, I hate to mention. Rick Pitino's getting off because he got the pension. <laughs> but check this out, guys. One of the things that we're failing to realize when it comes to uh, – courts and different types of things like that is that when you go to a grand jury and you're indicted your lawyer the prosecutor and the grand jury is in the room it has to be sufficient evidence rick and all those guys was tutored to go ahead and put a sanction on their because they knew they wasn't going to get indicted, it, it, it's it's the kangaroo court up on Six and Jefferson, been going on for years. We some things get indicted, some things don't get indicted. So what they're doing is they're timing this thing perfectly, and they sanctioned themselves, knowing that they wouldn't get indicted, knowing uh, the guy that they gave two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to oversee that used to work for the NCAA. They know what the outcome already is. You're looking at a multi-million dollar institution. When you get to playing with some big time bucks like that, they already know what's going to go, going on. And somebody's palm doesn't get painted, and they already know the outcome. You're not going to be a multi-million dollar institution and not know the outcome. That's what goes on behind closed doors. And I just, I know the inside scoop because I haven't always been a preacher. <laughs>
2: there you go. Well, and you know what? Chuck Smart is paid to do a job. But to me, Chris, and, and, and this is my issue, is that this is an atypical situation, okay? Uh-huh. Because yeah. this has to do with, you know, the the, the supposed... Um, possible prostitution, you know, dancers, you know, some kids saying, like everybody says, okay, we don't know what those guys said. We don't know if if these players that were at these parties said, well, yeah, Andre McGee uh-huh. gave me some money. We don't know if they ever said that, yeah, I right. paid to get a little something extra in the back room. We don't know what was said. They could have just simply said Andre McGee gave me, you know, $20 and, and, and that's
3: in one. True. But that's true. But when you are sanctioned and, and when you have what you call – Legal matters, and you're looking at the bigger picture. You're right about that. But when you're dealing with hush money and when you're dealing with these type of ethics, you have people that say, look here, this is how we're going to do it. And they don't don't disclose that openly. And that is – I agree with you totally – That's the way it should have been handled. But when you're dealing with things with the North Carolinas and the University of Louisville's multi-million dollar institutions and multi-million dollar sports programs, they get together behind closed doors and they already pretty much know what's going to happen. You're not going to give Mr. Smart $200,000 for him to tell you to sanction, to put yourself on uh, uh, probation and not be in the postseason and not know the outcome. This guy was an inside guy that worked with these guys. So just like you have consultants and different types of things, these lawyers talk behind closed doors. They already, trust me, the University of Louisville attorney already knew that they wouldn't get an indictment. This is how these guys... Talk behind closed doors. A real good lawyer say, "Hey man, I'm gonna get you two years probation, and we're done. Go ahead and plan vacation with the kids." And I'm gonna need a hundred thousand dollars to do this. Murder attorneys, they take twenty five thousand dollars just to take the case. They even they haven't even went to trial. Right. And the more money you pay these guys, these are, this is a situation that we're looking at in our legal system. So the thing is, Rick Pitino, I remember when Rick Pitino had the rape charge, they told the girl who was under the table with him, uh, uh, not the rape charge, but the allegations of having sex or whatever. Yes, the the extortion case. They told her, if she said another word, that she was going to prison. These are powerful players in the NCAA, and these are multimillionaires that Mm -hmm. you're dealing with. So these guys are getting information beforehand and then we the public and the media are getting the information secondhand right. but these guys already know what's going on louisville university of louisville correct me if i'm wrong brings in over a hundred million dollars a year oh yeah yeah, yeah
1: absolutely so
3: you're not talking about the you're talking about tv contracts and just multi <laughs> so it's more than just sanctions It's more than just basketball players that's on the line. It's hundreds of millions of dollars that's on the line. When you talk all that type of money, you come up with no indictment. No doubt, no
2: doubt. But one guy that I know did not want to go ahead and just lay their mercy on the court, that was Rick Patino, head coach of mm-hmm. the University of Louisville. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens in the end. I don't think the NCAA is going to do much more outside of letting t- Patino sit
3: a few games. Yes, you, sir. You got you got one or two things. When Mama used to catch my hand in the cookie jar, I could either, either get the whooping or, or tell her that my sister had the cookies. I always went with B. My sister told me I can have the cookies. There you go. (laughs) There you go. You know what, (laughs) Chris? That's it. All right, y'all keep doing what you're doing, man, but believe, hey, in this city and the country, money is key.
2: Appreciate that you. That is. your credit. Hey, hey, make sure you guys check out Chris Forehand at the Kia store, man. Uh, big shout-out to Chris. He was out there today. We were the, on hand for the 2017 Super Hoop All-Star Classic uh, at Old Mill High School, the house that Griff built. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Flo was out there doing a little, uh, you know, uh, reminiscing about the University of Louisville 2013 championship. He actually wrote a song for the championship. He performed oh, wow. his song um, there uh, for the folks out there today. Uh, it was a great, great
0: event. And you um, missed it. <laughs> You missed a big time event. I'm telling you. Absolutely. A big time event. Everybody had fun. There was dancers there, dunk contests, uh, all-star game. I mean, I'm telling you, if you missed it, you missed a great event. So next
1: time, next year, I want everybody out there. I want a packed house. I tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, who look to the Mainland Sports Show right now, after this break, you don't want to turn your dial. Dow- you won't go nowhere else. Some exclusive news. Keep it right here. Less than about five minutes, we'll give you some inside scoop with the University of Louisville men's sex, what Haven calls Sexy it. Sexy
0: time scandal.
1: I got a big-time wow. attorney's going to be calling in in just a moment. Be right back with Rashawn. we we'll talk about some NBA playoffs, college football, some boxing that's headed hit it, hit it to Louisville. Rashawn, i going to tell you all about that. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to touch the doubt. Be right back. Made in sports show.
0: If you don't sit in your lucky seat, your team could lose. So don't leave your lucky seat. But do pick up your phone or computer and order B-dubs to go. Or if you've got a big group, call in for the party
4: menu. That way you can order wings, pick them up, and get back to your lucky seat. And if you do lose while sitting in your lucky seat, you can still feel lucky eating your feelings. Spicy feelings. Keep your superstitions. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating locations for details. Void were prohibited. Restore lost fuel
1: economy and eliminate rough idle with Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner and get one free. Clean clogged injectors and increase fuel efficiency with Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner. Buy two, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply, see store for details.
3: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. (laughs) Still counting the great shows on the radio. Metro
0: Matters with Althea Jackson. The Kia Show with Rob Mack. Keep counting. Your community matters on 104.7 FM.
1: Back with your number one sports show, main event, your host, Haven Harrington, and Rashawn Myers. And uh, we are still talking about the University of Louisville uh, men's uh, sex scandals that took place. And uh, Rashawn and Haven, is always something going on with the University of Louisville. Something good is always good. And uh, we've got Haven and Rashawn, we got a special guest on the uh, line. Hello, how are you doing today, Mr.
0: Wilder? Yeah. So can you hear me?
4: Yes, I can. How you doing?
0: No, we're doing just fine, doing just fine. So if I can, uh, for all those out there listening, this is the the attorney here for uh, Katina Powell. And I heard there's some, some updates going on there. Can you kind of fill us in on what's been uh, going on?
4: Sure. Well, um, obviously on Friday, the Commonwealth attorney of Jefferson County determined, uh, well, that's actually an overstatement, the grand jury that had been convened to consider whether or not to – Uh, Indict Ms. Powell or Mr. McGee, uh, determined that they were not going to issue an indictment, which essentially means for the time being, because in Kentucky uh, the determination of the grand jury to not indict does not attach double jeopardy, but for the time being there was a determination and a belief that there was not enough evidence to uh, support a conviction beyond a reasonable doubt uh, if there were a trial. For jury, so uh, obviously, Ms. Powell and Mr. McGee at this point in time have been essentially relieved from the uh, concern that they're going to be prosecuted for any offenses in the Commonwealth.
2: Yeah, so that's huge news, Mr. Wilder. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that they made this decision and determination that they were not going to move forward with the indictment. So, um, you know, I know you said that double jeopardy does not attach with that, which means that if more evidence comes forward, they could possibly move forward with this. But uh, at this point, what happens? Is there anything else that, that goes on? Are there any more steps or anything that has to go on? Or is everybody just well, kind of move on from here?
4: Well, so. so you know the civil case is still pending, where the uh, young ladies who were the entertainers that were uh, uh, alleged that the book defamed them. Ah, yes. And then, so, so that case is still pending. It's set for trial a year from this June. Uh, I think we start trial June eleventh, two thousand eighteen, and then uh, the attorney for the students who tried to get certified as a class, uh, he has indicated that uh, he is going to appeal the determination by Judge Perry to dismiss that claim so that's potentially another claim that's out there that may or may not continue to be uh, over with. but you know we're really kind of down to the NCAA's findings that I expect will be within the next two or three weeks and then the, and the culmination of the uh, defamation case and if whether or not the Court of Appeals in Kentucky or the Supreme Court in Kentucky determined that Judge Perry's correct uh, and that there's no claim by the students who allege that the value of the degree was diminished by the book. So that's you know more or less that's where we're at i mean it, it's kind of a it, you know it's kind of a place where it's time to uh, you know i mean I've said this and i'll say it again it's time for everybody to fill the Yump center up uh in in November and in the two thousand seventeen eighteen season is the beginning of a whole new uh, era in university level basketball and everyone should kind of take a deep breath and move on
0: no oh, wow so if, if I may ask you a question in your expert opinion is somebody who has Represented both uh, players from the university and Katina Powell's kind of been around the university and and uh, various uh, NCAA investigations as well. Uh, what do you think is, is going to happen uh, with the, with the NCAA? You think they're going to just maybe suspend uh, Patino for a couple of games and that'll be it? Um, you know, and-
4: yeah. So, so so that's that's an interesting question. So here here's kind of my thoughts on all of that. You know, the university spent a lot of money to hire Chuck Smurth to come in and evaluate things that had happened, to take his years and years of experience as an employee of the NCAA in the area and arena of discipline and to craft a decision that he felt would satisfy the NCAA based upon what he knew had occurred based upon the, the university's investigation. Long and short of it is Chuck Smurk is a pretty smart guy. He looked at the situation he evaluated the situation. He felt like that the penalty and the punishment fit the facts, and he felt like his old colleagues and an employer of the NCAA would be satisfied. I think it was potentially a mistake on behalf of the university to push back and bristle up and, and, and go to go to war over the allegation that Coach Patino and Coach Williamson uh, failed to have uh, and maintain institutional control. I think that the risk of that is that you uh, poke the bear, so to speak, and that the NCAA sees that uh, refusal to accept that uh, the the head coach is in charge and the head coach is responsible for everything, and that that refusal to accept that responsibility on the part of Coach Patino may result in additional penalties. Uh, I think it was I think it was a poorly poorly chosen decision. And I think it was driven by ego and uh, some folks are unwilling to accept any responsibility for, me, for anything. And uh, you know I don't know about you, but you know when I'm in charge, uh, if a jury comes back and convicts my client and I'm the, and I'm the guy that's uh, trying the case. It's my responsibility. It's not the 12 jurors' fault. it's not my client's fault and it's not the witness's fault because I'm the guy that's in charge. It's my fault. Mm. whether I could control everything or not. I take responsibility. And I think that's what you do. I truly do. I think that that message would have been a better message to send to the community and to to the profession and to the athletes. I am in charge. Therefore, I will accept responsibility. Therefore, I will accept any punishment that is deemed appropriate. Now, I don't think Coach had any idea about anything that was going on. I think the NCAA's language about that is probably fairly appropriate. That, you know, you had to turn a pretty
2: blind eye to not know, but I don't think you is. Now, uh, you are once again listening to the Main Event Sports Show here, 104.7 WLOU, talking to the attorney for Katina Powell, Mr. Larry Wilder. Uh, and, uh, Larry, I-, I have a question. Um, I know sure. that for a while there was extremely, extremely heated in the city. There was a lot of people um, that were more than uh, uh, unhappy uh, with Katina and, and her standard of living in the city, I know she had to, um, you know, kind of get out for a little bit. Um, what's it been like for her recently? Is there still, uh, you know, has has have things gone back to normal for her, or, or what is her 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 life like right now? As well, much as you know? you
4: know, sure. I mean, Miss is a, a nice lady, and she's a bright lady, and she's proud of, of uh, her children, and. and Proud of her family, proud of being from Louisville, and she has uh, kind of moved on. Uh, You know, uh, the comment was made and the question was asked, would you do it all again? And and her position has been, you know, she thought she did the right thing then, and she feels like she's done the right thing now. And, you know, I mean, I I hope that, that everyone accepts one thing for sure, she was telling the truth, so, you know, they can call her a lot of horrible things that they want, but she wasn't someone who was telling lies about things to hurt people. She told the truth about what was happening. I would like to think that people would look at Miss Powell's revelation of what was happening in that institution at that time as a positive thing, because what it did was is it, it moved that program to a place where they must be accountable now. And I don't know about you, but I surely wouldn't want to think that that was the standard of operation and that we should all embrace that and say, oh, gosh, I I wish this hadn't happened so we could continue to recruit that way. So, you know, I think there's got to be a time when everyone gathers the positives out because what happens, happened, And now it's time to move on and learn from what occurred and be a better place.
0: Oh, good deal, so it makes a question because we know all the hardships uh, Katina's face, so that face like 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 you said and Rashana alluded to so like what's next for? Her?
4: Well, you know, I think that she wants to live a, a live a a normal regular life, find a job that she likes and and be able to, to be she loves her grandkids dearly and I think she loves being a grandmother and I think she wants to just kind of move on walk down the street like she did before all of this madness and, and have her friends say hello and, and pick up her grandbabies and carry them down the street and, and wave at the folks she knows. And I think she's getting closer to that being a reality versus the place we were you know, two years ago this coming October, which was a whole lot of venom and hate for somebody who just really stepped forward and told the truth.
2: No doubt, no doubt. And, and, you know, hopefully everybody at this point is going to be able to move on uh, from that, uh, you know, and we can kind of uh, start to, you know, move forward. I mean, you've already had University of Louisville be back into the NCAA tournament um, as as we've talked about. (laughs) Shots. (laughs) But, no, I mean, it it, it was – it was a tough time. I think that everybody's come out the other end of that. I think that you know, with the punishment phase, with Louisville taking the the the, the punishment early, I think that really helped move forward from that. So, Larry, I agree with you. I think it's time to move forward into a new era uh, in University of Louisville basketball, and hopefully, everybody learns some things and uh, you know, hopefully, don't repeat the the mistakes of the past.
4: Absolutely, that's the key. Don't repeat the mistakes from the past and the strength of the program. It's a stronger program today than it was when those things were happening in 2010, 11, 12 it's The reason you know it's a stronger program today is because the kids that are there, the athletes that are there, they came. They came in light of, of what they knew about what had happened, and they have an expectation, I think, by being here it will never happen again. That's why they chose the university. They chose the university because it's got great coaching staff, a great reputation, great fans. Great alumni, of which I am one, and I'm proud of that. It, it hasn't hurt. Katina's book did not hurt my ability to earn an income, so I'm not a part of that class. Okay. So I think I think it, I think there's a lot to be proud of uh, for being a University of Louisville graduate, a law school graduate, an undergraduate school graduate, and and you know and it, we're in a great community. So we're going to be everybody's going to be fine, and and, and we're, we learned. I think you're right, and the, the wounds will heal, and we will be stronger. From the wounds as they
0: heal, and you're listening to the greatness. It is Larry Wilder, Esquire, the attorney there for Katina Pai. Larry, thanks for calling in, buddy. Yes, sir. Take care.
4: You all have a great evening. Uh, you do the same. Uh-huh. Bye, bye.
0: So There we go, man. Always give the updates as, as they come through. They always give the updates on on what's going on, and you know, hopefully one day that you know we can uh, little finally go. You know, I'm gonna say Louisville. I'm gonna say Patino can finally get some of the sexy time scandal behind him. He needs to hire, like, whoever, like, Calipari has with him, like, cut up his dirt. (laughs) That's who Rick needs to hire. He needs to take his little money and and hire that dude or dudes, as the case would be. Although... I'm sure he can afford Cal's prices because, you know, Cal makes it. I don't
2: know. More. Cal and Patino are like two of the three highest-paid coaches in college basketball. So those guys can't uh, afford it. I don't know who can. But, no, I mean, I think it is time to move on. I mean, you know, Jerry's talking about, you know, I heard better. Michael. Man, banner's not going nowhere. You know. The it, banner's you know. safe. I, I believe the banner's safe. Listen, people, I know that some of y'all listen to some of these second-rate sports shows around the town, and they give misinformation. Like the rest they of give, them. The, 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 yeah, exactly. Or they give half-truths, or they're, um, you know, Afraid to step out on uh, on a topic and actually speak on it. Well, you're not gonna get there from the Main Sports Show. I've been telling y'all guys that Donovan Mitchell was gonna go pro since January. What happened? Baby we went pro. Donovan Mitchell went pro. I said everybody would be back. Uh, I didn't expect Jalen Johnson. I didn't have a thought one way or the other because I didn't think Jalen was gonna go nowhere. Jalen left. Good for him. But we told you guys that what's going to happen, Coach is going to get suspended for his few games, and that's what I expect to happen. I'm not going to, you know, pussyfoot around it, and I'm not going to, you know, kind of mill and meander. That's what's going to happen,
0: okay? Just like I told everybody three years ago, the baseball team would fold in the postseason. <laughs> and for three straight years, the
2: baseball hey, team has folded in the postseason. All I'm going to say is this. Coach Dan McDonald, man, I love you, but. Dude, you got you to gotta do it when it I'm counts. I'm not going to. Everybody, and you know what, I've, I've had some people come up to me and say, Rashawn, why aren't you talking about the baseball? Team. Why are you talking about the Cardinal Nine? And, and I basically put it, after the last two years, you know, the University of Louisville, everybody remembers the Seattle Supersonics and the NBA, you know, with, with Gary Payton and, and Sean Kemp and how those guys had great, great regular seasons. And then every year they got to the postseason and lost. folded it like a cheap suit. Until they made it to the finals and, and faced off against Michael Jordan and those guys. Uh, you know, for the longest time, the Sonics were known as, you know, great regular season champions. And, and that's right now, unfortunately, kind of the... Um, moniker that the University of Louisville baseball team is getting. So I have refused. I have not talked about the baseball team at all. I'm very proud of Brendan McKay. I'm very proud of Hairston and McClure and the rest of those guys. They are having an amazing season. Drew Ellis. I'm very aware of everything that's going on. It's not that I don't care. But you got to do it when it counts. I'm going to talk about the Cardinals when they get to Omaha. Period. you got to do it when it counts. I'm going to talk about when they get to Omaha. And they
0: haven't done it when it counts. They got
2: punked by Florida State over the last week and a half. They got punked by Florida State. That's, let's keep it real. Florida State's a team that's not even supposed to make the NCAA tournament. okay? And they got punked by them. You they lost two out. or three at home, and then they lost to them in the ACC tournament at Slugger Field. That's not good enough. I'm sorry. Coach McDonald, with with uh, raised expectations, uh, you know, you, you have to come out there and, and show up. And I don't want to hear baseball's a close game, and I don't want to hear that, you know what, that's the way the ball bounces. At the end of the day, Louisville has to get it done. And you have two teams that
0: the last two years were favorites to win it all. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy you finally come around to, to my way of thinking. Yeah, I mean. Thank you, Rashawn. You know, it, it took me about a year to convince them. Because I'm not going to lie. You are a much better uh, baseball pronosticator and analyst than I will ever be. I get that. I understand that. But when I saw what happened in Louisville like three years ago, when they had this great team and they had a great pitching staff and they folded and it came in the, the year after that, there was an AC tournament. He was telling me, the tournament doesn't matter. But my thing was in most sports, how you play, you know, in a tournament, things of that nature carries over into the postseason. Right. If you take off, you know, you, you relax, you take your foot off the gas pedal, you lose that edge. Yeah. And, and once you lose that edge, it's lost. I mean, it holds true in the
2: NCAA tournament in basketball. They talk about the teams that make the Final Fours either played for or won the ch- their championship uh, in the tournament leading up to it in their conference. And I think that there's something to be said about uh, you play like, uh, you know, the team that you want to be. So you have yeah. to go out there you and have to have you have to continue to win. You have to have that edge. So now I expect that Louisville still going to get a national seat. I expect that Louisville will still be hosting both the regionals and the super regionals here. Uh, so now it's just about... Getting it done. Just win, baby. Like 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 my man Al Davis always says, rest his soul. Just win. Just win. It's a commitment to excellence. And you know what? Brandon McKay's probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. Louisville's going to probably have several guys going the first round.
0: Time out. Does anybody even watch the baseball draft?
2: No, it's like fifteen round, uh, twenty. Round, I know, right? And many, so.
0: and most of the guys are high school, so I've no idea who these guys are. That they're, the they're all getting
2: paid. That's all I know. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's the crazy thing is nobody pays attention to it. Nobody knows, but everybody's getting paid. Where all that money in baseball comes from? Because like everybody's getting
0: paid. Because you played like a nine million games. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, the amount of games literally in baseball is ignorant. There's way too many games. I mean,
2: they have so many different leagues and so many, and everybody got money.
0: double, single A, double A, triple A. Farm squads in the country, outside the country. I mean, it is it is a a business. Oh, it yeah. is a straight money making business, and really the only time you hear about it is if you got a a high level AAA franchise like the Bats or the Major Leagues. Other than that, the rest of it's kind of it's kind of like dark. I agree with you. I mean, but it, but they they all still getting money.
2: They are still getting money. They they get not hands, a lot of so. money. Oh, they're getting paid pretty well. And no, they're like single A. you're, you know, all, you're not uh, you're like, single A, but I mean. I mean they're, they're not still, doing too well with like, single A and double A. you just kind of like. they making D-League money at single A. They're making D-League money.
0: I'm talking about 30 grand.
2: thirty, thirty five. That's about yeah, what they're making like w- in D-League. B- you know what, i take it. You know
0: what? You know what? That's like starting WNBA money.
2: Hey. If you're playing single A baseball.
0: More power to you.
2: Hey, get it. But uh, now, you know, of course, we do also have coming up. Even though we have to wait a freaking week for the games to get started,
0: okay. the NBA you know Finals. That's crazy. I, I, that is crazy. That's way too much time. You know, I understand they're trying to milk as much TV money as they can. I mean, I I, I, I I get that. I understand why they're trying to do it because they wait a
2: week. You can stretch the games out. It's not fair to the players. It's not fair for the players to basically say you have to take a week, week and a half off to be able to start the finals. I don't like the fact that they have a set date to begin the finals every year. That's stupid. I think that they should continue to do it the way they used to, and about two or three days after the, the games end from the championship game, you should start the finals. There should be a game going on Memorial Day weekend, period.
0: Why not? Everybody's home. Everybody can watch the game. I mean, Why not?
2: It's just silly. It, it, makes, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I mean, but having that hard and fast date of June 1st on ABC, the, the NBA finals, Why? Just Why? Like, I I don't. And I know they want guaranteed content. They want to have those slots taken care of. I personally think it's stupid. And second of all, all the games are going to start at, like, 9 o'clock. No, it was worse than that.
0: Games are going to go to, like, 1 in the morning. And what's worse than that is, like, the space in between games. It has. So, instead of being, like like, like, every other day. Or like a home, <laughs> home, home away. You know, some of that nature where you can play like yeah. almost like every other day. He spaced out so much trying to get once again, try to extend as long as possible, trying to get as much TV money and milk as much yeah, TV so money as possible. Just it drags good. up, but the matchup is good three times in a row: Cavs and Warriors. You know what? Like, why don't have the regular season?
2: Well, that's why. Why
0: bother? I mean, but you know what? They used to, and people keep acting
2: like the the Warriors and the Cavs are doing something new. Man, if you know your history, you know that. This happens all the time. The Lakers and the Celtics ran the NBA in the 80s. Lakers and Celtics ran the NBA. I mean, come on now. I mean, it was all about Magic and Larry every year. You had the Celtics win, you
0: know, three or four titles. You had LA win three titles. I mean, it wasn't until Michael Jordan, the Bulls, and the Bad Boys kind of had that. The, the breaking up, right? Of, of but monopoly. I mean, from from like '79 to like '88,
2: it's two
0: teams. It was two teams.
2: It was the Lakers and the Celtics. It was the Lakers, and of course, the Philly Philly happened to slide in there and win one with Dr. J and the crew. But it was pretty much Lakers and Celtics every year. So I mean, it's not like this is anything new. So everybody relax. I tell you,
1: I tell you what, calm down, Rashawn Haven. Let's take second. this quick call. There's a dinner bell, and uh, let's see who's on this line. Go ahead, caller, real quick.
3: Hey. I- the question I would like to ask, uh, Mr. Wilder or Katina, is why? Why did she feel the need to go to the NCAA? What was the purpose of her going to the NCAA? And she should have known that she was doing something wrong herself, regardless of how of, of the money she got. She knew that she was doing something wrong. There's still some underlying details about that that it still has not been answered. And that is my question. I'd like to ask her why she did that or why she, would, she chose to go to the NCAA. And that's it. Uh,
2: you know what? And, and that's an excellent question, caller. And, and you know what? I, I remember everybody talking about the fact that Katina went to the NCAA, you know, even before the book came out. That she she went and tried to to tell on the University of Louisville or talk about what she had been doing, and to me, I think this comes down to this, and this is purely my opinion and, and my thoughts. Better. Or my, my thoughts or opinions do not reflect the staff and management of WLOU <laughs> or anybody else. I'm gonna go ahead and put it all out there. Well, you go, go and pull it out
1: there <laughs> real quick. I'm
2: just gonna personally put it that I think that Katina wanted to get the NCAA wheels turning to build anticipation for a book to come out, and I think she was gonna tell on the university, and then everybody was gonna hear that there was some pending investigation. That way they could say, ooh... You know, if you want to hear the details, we have a book coming out. And try to build that up. But once the NCAA did not go with her program, she basically just dropped it in, you know, dropped the story out there. And just you, know, out.
1: As, uh, you know, it's more of that weekend. Uh, every holiday weekend, we always give away something on, on the radio. Haven, hey, Rashawn. I tell you what, uh, I know this is a late-breaking thing, but uh, there is a stage play taking place tonight. It's at the Arslan Arts Center at 3113 Lexington Road. It's tonight at 7 o'clock. I got a pair of uh, play tickets. It's called Did with... Uh, a pause. Look for caller number one, 776 303 to get a pair of tickets to see this tremendous stage play tonight. There we go. Rashawn Haven.
2: There you go. You know what? Let's take a quick break. Let's, let's take a quick break. Hey, and when we come back, man, we got to get into this. I'm so tired of people talking about LeBron, Michael Jordan. LeBron, Michael Jordan. Let's get into
0: that. Can we cut into that a little oh, bit? I'm dying for that one. Let's go. Let's do that. When let's we come it. back on New York, many Event sports show. 104.7 FM, WLOU. Event. Baby,
4: oh. uh, out i a, a quarter on me right now. All to make a song other than the money. Things I'm about to talk and pretty women. Now you here. Are you here right now, huh? We should all disappear right now. Look at getting, all your a little, J- Look, getting
1: a little J has in the mix. Here we go. Right
4: now, oh. you see the, to all the new things. The loose oh, like things. Tell me, rolling in the mood chain. You the undercover. I could probably make some steps and to each other. Talking for lays with the of butter. Fresh sheets and towels, man, she gotta love it. Yeah, they all get what they desire from it. What? Tell them, tell them we ain't hiding from it. Hey, 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 hey. At Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready to roll felt, ready to cap, ready to shingle. And during Lowe's Ready to Raise the Roof event, pro customers should get ready to save big with up to 20% on Owens Corning shingles every day when they buy in bulk. Plus, now through May 25th at Lowe's, pros can save up to 30% off select Hitachi nailers and pneumatic accessories. See the Pro Desk in store for details. Shingle offer applies to contractor packs. Selection varies by store, U.S. only. Hi, Tom Bodette, trying to align my chakras around this hot yoga thing. Yep, they finally found a way to make working out even more uncomfortable. Well, at least with Motel 6, you've got one less thing to sweat. They've got clean, comfortable, and now completely updated rooms at a great low price. So the only thing you're stretching is your dollar. Sounds like my kind of place to namaste. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light and the AC on for you. Book online at motel6.com.
1: A little Jay has uh, Memorial Day mini mix. Check it out in the mix for you uh, guys for Labor Memorial Day weekend. Here we go. We are back with uh, your main event sports show. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers. They're here live, and they are just cracking up. What's so funny, man? What's so funny? What's so funny? <laughs> none, tell, none. tell me the joke. Tell me the joke. It's tell not me the a joke. joke. i tell you what. You're friends like but keep on going. <laughs> Tip, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'll tell you what. This, then, then the play is at 7 o'clock. If you want the tickets, I had somebody, three people to call already, and it was just too late in the game. But if you want to go, you got 15 minutes, and uh, it starts at seven o'clock. It's at the Arslan Arts Center, at 3113 Lexington Road, and you can. Uh, I tell you what, let's do this. If you're riding past 20 from Broadway, roll
2: your window down. We're gonna throw them in the window. No, no, no. Uh.
1: Come on up to the third floor before seven o'clock. I got you. Jay has got you, okay? There it is. That's all you got to do. It's just that simple. Go. We're not even going to do the phone call. If you're right past 20th and Broadway on the third floor, Anderson Aitcher and Building, you got that, all right? I like you. Rashawn Haven. That's what's up. My main man.
0: So, you know what? Let's jump right into it. Let's jump into it. LeBron James. God. Going against the King. Michael oh. Jordan. You. Fight. You know what? I'm so... <laughs> Now no time out, time out. Now okay. Now look. Now I want, I want to put this out there so people understand. Rashawn is not like LeBron James. He respects his game. He doesn't like him, but he loves Mike So he but he loves Michael. Michael Jordan loves Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. So continue.
2: I am so tired of. of people trying to. I've heard people, and, and you know. LeBron James is a great player, and we talked about it last week about comparing positions and this, that, that. That's my third. man. Greatest uh-huh. of his generation. But the dumbest thing that I've heard lately is that people saying that LeBron James going to all these finals in a row is more impressive than Michael winning six out of six. The, the fact that LeBron's gone to the last seven finals is more impressive. Uh, no. That's the stupidest thing. That's like saying it's, it's more impressive that the Buffalo Bills went to four straight championships than, than the fact that the
0: Cowboys won back-to-back. It's like, what? That's, no, 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 no. That's no. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Damn. Okay, you know what? I wasn't trying to disagree with you <laughs> just to be
1: evil, but I can't. But you know what, Haven? Because I, it's true. I like what I like. I, 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 he's hating on LeBron. Hating on LeBron. But you know what, Haven? Real quick, because LeBron is the king and he is the rock.
3: If you smell what the rock is cooking. What
0: LeBron is is an amazing athlete. No, it's no up right there. He is, without a shadow of a doubt, yes sir. the greatest player of his generation and the million. I know you think KG's better. I know you do. Kobe, you said KG? No, no, no. KG had it right. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> I, Kevin. I don't really Kevin, Durant. And
2: Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kevin. Kevin Durant, excuse me, We think KD. I think Kevin Durant's a better player right now.
0: But LeBron is the greatest of his generation. God, just...
2: LeBron is the most dominant athlete in when the are NBA you sick? since, since Shaq.
1: He was sick he had the flu of
2: his generation. He, he's, he's the most dominant player at his, uh, in the NBA since Shaquille O'Neal. And, and I give LeBron all the credit in the world. Um, but, you know, these, these comparisons to Michael, man, just please stop. And, and I'm going to be very, very interested to see. Let's see what LeBron does against Kevin Durant. These two guys are going to be matched up mano a mano. He, Kevin, K, KD is the closest thing to you know, when you talk about size, length, athleticism, skill, you're talking about a matchup of the two best big athletes, probably in all of sports, regardless
0: of the game. I don't, I don't care know. whether don't it know. be football, basketball, baseball, the two big the I Mac mean, and Mil Mertes from the sink, the <laughs> Mac and K. Follow us watch who's underground wrestling, you no know I'm of talking all,
2: about. The Mac is like six <laughs> Ke- he said Ke- but Ke- Kevin Durant is 6'11", and LeBron is 6'9". But can he jump off the top rope? <laughs> I don't know. LeBron would be a nice wrestler. But, I mean, you, you have to match up. <laughs> this is probably the most – this is the greatest matchup of two big men since Andre the Giant versus Big John Stood. Ooh, whoa, you know what I'm saying? You want to talk about going old school. Whoa. This is probably the greatest matchup of big men. This is when the unstoppable so he, force meets the unmovable object. So you what you me?
1: saying, he's better than The Rock, LeBron James?
2: I, I am saying that LeBron James – is better than The Rock? Is the best player of his generation. No, 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 no. You, you didn't ask my Thank question. You. Is it better than The Rock? I mean, The Rock is the greatest to ever do it in, w- in wrestling. Have you
3: smell what The Rock is cooking.
2: Johnson is on a whole different level. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I mean, so we can't even really dip into that. I don't think LeBron's even on The Rock's level yet. But now, my man, my man Glenn C., I love Glenn. He's always been a big-time supporter of myself and the Main Event Sports That's Show. Fine. He said, in discussing Bron, he says, Jordan, you must understand there's two different types of games. They have two different types of games. He said, today's game is designed to produce offense. Yesterday's game for the most, uh, was, was, were the most physical men on the planet. It was a very physical game. He said, Bron could have played in that game. And I agree with that. It's a different era. It's definitely a different era. Blue, what you got for us? Man.
3: Hey, Rashawn. Hey, hey, I, I like both teams playing, man. I I want LeBron to win because he takes so much bull crap from people like you, Rashawn. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just say this. I, I know it's time short. R- Rashawn, you bet all do Kentucky shouldn't show up next year for basketball and, and kind of put them in, in, in the doghouse, my man. And so, you know, you can always tell when Kentucky gets good news, Always cover Sean never mentions it. Oh, hey, no, no. no I, it. I, so I, mean, hey, Sean just brings tell Tim, what we get with Diallo, man. I
2: know he's a great. Oh, answer. no, no, no doubt, Blue, and I appreciate you bringing right, that you, up, bro. man, because uh, we were definitely going to get to that before the end of the show. And, and thank you for the call. The huge news uh, for both the University of Louisville and the University of Kentucky is uh, both Hamadou Diallo, the super athletic shooting guard, uh, made the decision to uh, pull his name from the draft and attend the University of Kentucky, even though he took it up to like the very last minute, unnecessarily, which got on my nerves because I think he really knew what he he was going to do and he was just trying to make sure that all eyes were on him. But I digress. And then, of course, Ding Adele made the decision that he was coming back uh, for his junior season at the University of Louisville as well. And I think that both of those guys um, are going to do a lot for their team. Now, the question is, everybody knows that Hamadou is a super, super athlete, but can he play basketball? Like that that's the question. Everybody knows he can jump. Everybody knows he's long. Everybody knows all these type of things. But can he play basketball? I've seen a lot of great athletic
0: guys. Cal can teach him. And in short order, Cal can we'll see. Cal figure something out. But no by the time tournament comes around, Cal will have something about offensive game plan. Figured out for his special skills because that's what Cal does.
2: But it's huge. I mean, it, it, it's huge for the um, for University of Kentucky that they have them. Uh, with having Diallo and Kevin Knox there, you got a couple of guys on the wings uh, that, that can do some damage. Um, I think they have enough guys at the point guard position. The biggest thing is, like I told my man Hink um, at the Super Hoop Classic,
0: they're just going to be young. But you know what? They're going to be babies. Like, you know e- even for Calipari standards, they're, they're going to be babies. But so you know Back to the NBA and back to LeBron James. The thing LeBron is missing is the same thing that one of your favorite heavyweight champions missed. It's all about timing. It's all about timing. And the issue that they're going to have is the same thing that the Klitschko's faced with missing timing. The same thing that both of the, actually both the Klitschko brothers missed, was the fact that right now in heavyweight field, there's no great, Heavyweights out there. See, but I disagree with you on that because I think LeBron had contem- contemporaries well, no, that could no, have no, went, no, went no, head, head no, to head with him. No. But the problem is that the other teams weren't that good. No, but, but, but you but had That's you, you have players, but in basketball you don't have teams. Like the Eastern Conference, yeah. there's no teams that can. And, and that's the thing that about can push them. That, you know, that, Jordan had teams. People to me he talk about
2: odds to push seven straight finals for LeBron. Him. To me, that's more of an indictment on the Western Conference than anything else. Eastern Conference. I mean, the Eastern—that's more of an indictment on the Eastern Conference than anything He's else. Bumps. The fact that ev- there's nobody. I mean, basically, once the Celtics got too old to stand up to LeBron and the Cavaliers, it was over. And nobody else could. St- I mean, are you serious? The like Knicks nobody. Horrible, I mean, when you Nets think about when you think about Michael Jordan, and you think about uh, what. He had to go through with the Pacers, with the Knicks, with the Pistons, with the Celtics as as they were starting to decline down. You still had a lot He's of teams. You the Trailblazers
0: were a good team. Well, Utah. Well, I'm
2: just talking about getting to the finals. It's like, okay, it's fine that LeBron made seven straight finals, but he, who, did, who challenged him? The Bulls had always had at least a challenge in the Eastern Conference Final, and usually they would have a very tough semifinal and final in the conference before ultimately making it to the NBA finals Detroit who has the Knicks. who have the who have the cavaliers or the miami heat when lebron was there who have they had to play like as a opponent in the in the east That to me is the biggest issue. When you look at Michael Jordan, the fact that he had to go through the Knicks, the fact that he had to go through the Pacers, those were good teams. Like, those were really, really good teams. I mean, and I think the fact that LeBron, I think one of the considerations when LeBron looked at teams he considered, there was a reason he stayed on the East Coast. Because if he goes out West and he has to face the Thunder, has to face the Spurs, has to face the Lakers, has to face uh, Golden State now, Um, it's a lot tougher road. Even and, the Clippers. And, and, and even the Clippers. I mean, you have much, much tougher competition. So I think one of the things about what LeBron has done is he was smart about it. He stayed where he knew that there's nobody who could oppose them. I and mean, you look at the, the the Toronto Raptors two years ago. Yeah. That, you know They weren't good enough. You look at the Boston Celtics this year. Not nearly good enough. No, I mean, you look I mean, at.
0: The sad part about it is it wasn't even close. Once the Cavs decided they were going to play, it was over. But the Celtics had nothing. It was like, why why, why ballers showing up? Why why ballers showing up? After game one, it was obvious the Celtics were not going to put up any type of fight.
2: And Glenn brought up a good point, talking about Scottie Pippen's comments about saying that not only did he think that LeBron wasn't on Michael's level, he said he didn't think he had even surpassed Kobe Bryant yet. Uh, you know, and what he was able to do. And and, and that's why I said it kind of goes into the fact that LeBron's a different type of player. And Scotty mentioned it as well. I've mentioned it on this show. When you compare LeBron James to guys, you can't even compare him to Michael and Kobe because those two guys were just died in the world scorers. You have to compare him to Oscar Robertson. You have to compare him to Magic Johnson. You have to compare him to guys whose games are very, very alike. And, and I think that's where you get into that. That's why I said LeBron is probably the most amazing athlete in history. Now, I they will have. say
0: this. Other I than think, probably Wilt Chamberlain. Now, I will say this. Of all the players in today's generation right now, I think LeBron could be almost as good if you took him back and put him mid-80s, early-90s because he's so big, he's so strong. I think once he could They just adapt, don't make guys like that. They don't. And I think he could adapt very well to that physicality of that type of NBA. Now, some of the other guys, like... KG he's long and tall he's great i think he was got trouble it, true, but, but it was different that's true but he's it so was so skinny it was a different it was so skinny he'll get pushed around
2: yeah i mean but Kevin Durant can score on anybody that's oh, yeah that's the one that, that's the one thing about KD and and that's why i said his skill level
1: They caught
0: me off guard. I love this station. A.D. Porter, Jeff Weiler, UPS. We support our city. Do you know where your children are and what they're doing? W.L.O.U. Louisville.